Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining the Behind Company Lines podcast. Today, we have Jean-Louis Warnholtz, co-founder and CEO of Future. Future is a debit card where you earn up to 6% cash back on eco-friendly purchases. Jean-Louis, thank you so much for joining the podcast. I'm so excited to dive in your background, your experience, and, and what you're doing at Future. Just to jump right on in, what were you doing before you started the company? Well, I got for the last uh, 10 years, I've been fortunate to build companies across East and West Africa that uh, help deliver basic kind of goods and services to, to, to folks in countries like Ghana, Tanzania, and, and, and Kenya. Wow. What, what kind of goods and services were you, were you working on? I started with, with, with housing and, and, and healthcare and more recently has moved into foods really with a, with a vision of empowering local farmers, yeah. uh, entrepreneurs to produce a lot of the, the kind of uh, high quality food products that, that you'd need locally, as opposed to shipping them in from Europe or other places, often at a very high cost to families and a yeah. very high carbon footprint. How has that impacted the local community in a company uh, or seeing the regions like Ghana and, and in Africa kind of overall? Well, I think it, what, what it does, it, it, it creates a lot of vulnerabilities. Yeah. If you can imagine if, yeah, everything is, is or, or a lot of kind of foodstuffs are, are imported mm -hmm. from, from overseas. When things are happening, like what we've seen over the, over the past few months where, where the price of, of wheat and, and other goods yeah. has, has really spiked. Obviously, if you're importing everything from overseas, you're, you're particularly vulnerable to, to those kinds of shocks, shocks. And what it means is that families often tend to pay more than, than, than they should if, if things were sourced more locally. Yeah. What, what's, what do you, what in your opinion or what have you seen has caused like the rise in, in the increase in goods and services? And I think, a, a, I think most countries are, are kind of facing the increase in, in imports overall, but what do you think has been the, the general rise? Is it scarcity or is it something else? Well, I think what we've, what we've seen a lot in the last, in, in the last few months is obviously due to uh, what's, what's happening in, in, in mm -hmm. Europe, uh, where a lot of the, the, the wheat imports that you know, countries like, like Ghana and Uganda, Tanzania, Kenya, yeah. uh, depend on are just, you know, locked at, at, at the ports and are not able yeah. to, you know, to leave the port of Odessa, for example. Mm -hmm. And so the, the knock-on impacts for countries that depend primarily on those imports is, is, is particularly high. Yeah. Of course, we've seen the, the impact around the world, but it's particularly strongly felt in, in, in those markets. Yeah. I, I, you know, a, a guilty pleasure of mine is I love to watch the YouTube videos of, you know, creative technology being introduced in, in places where they need kind of an interjection of, of innovation. And so there's such creative ways that not only the local community is, is reusing, you know, waste and other materials like that, or just tapping into their own resources and building small businesses. Obviously, it gets me so excited about the potential for just like globally, you know, in, in, in founders and leaders. What have you seen in those areas that's like particularly exciting to you in terms of, you know, what you've built and, and how you've helped communities kind of, I don't, I don't want to say stand on their own, but, but almost kind of influence their own, you know, kind of local economy. Yeah, I think often when, when we think about the sustainability mm -hmm. movement, I think what you know, comes to mind is a, is a fancy Tesla sports car or yeah. <laughs> very high-end Patagonia jackets that are, that are made with kind of more sustainable materials. But I think if you really think about, you know, communities that are living kind of sustainably and with, with a lower carbon footprint, it's often kind of communities, whether that's in, in a, in, in a, in a country like Ghana or, or here in the United States that are just yeah. 
making ends meet and, and just recycling materials because it's, it's the smart thing to do for your, for your wallet. Yeah. What do you think in terms of the impact of climate change and, and sustainability has long-term, like if, is it, is it, you know, is it reliant on local communities? Is it an interjection of private businesses? Is it government kind of regulations? What do you feel is going to be the most impactful in, in the future and in in hopefully in the near future? Well, that's a, that's a kind of tough, tough question to, yeah. <laughs> to unpack, but I, I think what, what future is focusing on is really what we can do as, as, as individuals. I think mm -hmm. often, you know, the narrative rightly focuses on what uh, you know, bigger companies can do and, and what governments can do. Mm -hmm. But future is focused on empowering you know, families across America and beyond mm -hmm. America to really do their part and figure out smart ways how you can focus on products and services that are you know, great for, for your wallet and great for the planet, right? Yeah. Often we kind of think about them as, as kind of two opposites when in reality, you know, if I'm cutting out electricity use at, at home and I'm, you know, I'm saving, I'm saving cash on my electricity bill, right? That's also good for the planet and future is really focusing on that intersection. And we're telling people around the country just how much power they have to, to make those, those, those changes, right? They might feel small for an average family, mm -hmm. but once you add them up, we're talking about, you know, millions and millions of tons of, of carbon that we can suck out of the atmosphere. Yeah. What, what was the inspiration behind starting Future? So for me, th to be honest, I've been fairly ignorant about climate change <laughs> most of my life. Like my, yeah. my big passion was bringing more investment and more business mm -hmm. uh, to East and West Africa. But as I've spent time on the ground in, in places like Ghana or, or Kenya, I think I've seen firsthand how farming communities are starting to struggle because the rain start arriving at a different time of the year, you have you know, major flood events or major droughts. And often in those communities, the safety nets just aren't present. And I've also experienced what extreme heat feels like, right? When there's no air conditioning and air conditioning and it's extremely humid and it's very, very hot. And we see those extreme heat waves more and more often. It's become clear to me that everything that I was passionate about was ultimately under threat from the impacts of climate change. And mm -hmm. that motivated me to start Future. I love that. I, I remember the story of, I, th I think it was South Africa, if, if I recall, who was having a, a short of a water supply and they were in, you know, they, they were in kind of a, um, kind of a, a red alert situation where, where they might have ran yeah, out of water. In Cape Town, yeah. Cape Town, that's yeah, what Cape it was. Cape Town, a, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Their water reservoir was, was, was really depleted. And, mm -hmm. and it was, you know, think about what's happening now in, in parts of, of California and mm -hmm. then multiply that by, uh, by, by uh, and yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of what they were facing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I love that the community came together, kind of view small incremental changes in the way they used it. And it was the the community effect and, and the fact that it multiplied across families that really allowed them to, you know, not, not deplete the water supply so rapidly, but actually do it at a sustainable level for them not to, you know, go without water, which as we know as humans, you know, we, we need every day. How, how, and you talked about it a, a, a second ago, but how has future kind of impacted those micro decisions? Can you talk a little bit more about how you've enabled people to make those changes in their lives and, and kind of created a reward-based system for smart decisions or I guess, eco-friendly decisions? Yeah, I think for, for us, in a, in a nutshell, it was, it was really simple. Like, I think we, we often saw that folks across the country have to 
pay more for the sustainable option. Yeah. And we really wanted to kind of kind of shift this and, and, and turn it upside down and actually reward you and basically pay you to reduce your carbon footprint. Mm -hmm. So Future is offering you cash back if you take the train, if you charge your car, if you are you know, buying, you know, reloved secondhand uh, fashion that's still in mm -hmm. great shape, but significantly cheaper than, than mm -hmm. what you would find kind of new on the rack. And so by really focusing on, you know, like how does this impact you as a family? Like how can you, Julian, save some cash and save some carbon every day? Like what are the choices that you can make? Yeah. And that's the contribution that at, at Future we, we want to make. We'll constantly give you options to do good and do well and get, yeah. get more cash and, and, and slash, slash your carbon footprint. I love that. I love that. And, and yeah, I mean, I, I struggle every day with, with, you know, adding more waste, especially, I mean, in, in just a, a smallest amount of like getting more grocery bags at the grocery store, I hate having more plastic because I'm like, man, I'm just throwing it back into the landfills and it's creating such a, you know, uh, such, such a negative effect. I'm curious to, to hear a little bit more about, uh, do you partner with companies and, and that's how you're, you recognize those purchases? How has that, how does that mechanism work in terms of recognizing purchases? I don't think a lot of us know how it works kind of on the back end, kind of underneath. Is it partnerships? Is it some kind of technology that you've created or is it something else? Yeah, so we, we're at, at Future, we're able to kind of pick up what, what area your, your purchase falls in. So for mm -hmm. example, you know, you have an electric car and you charge your car. It doesn't matter where you charge the car. We're able to kind of see like you plugged in, mm -hmm. you charged up your car. Yeah, this is better for, for, the, for the climate. Yeah. And we give you 5% cash back. The same, you know, you ride the subway in, 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 in New York or you ride the metro up in, in LA or mm -hmm. in, in San Francisco, we can kind of recognize that, you know, that's what you were doing. And we categorize that as a, a kind of climate smart Mm -hmm. And then we have built a, a few a kind of integrations on the, on the back end where we look at particular company like you know, Just Salad is a great example here on the, on the East Coast. Mm -hmm. They've just offered a climatarian menu for low carbon salad options. They also focus kind of smartly around you know, ways to lower the, the waste production that, that, that happens at the restaurant. And so we know when you shop on their app or when you buy a salad in store, and we give you 6% cash back right there. And then when you, when you pay with your future card, yeah. debit card. Yeah. I, I love that the private businesses are focusing on sustainability, climate change, because I think more so than ever, consumers are really recognizing their purchases and want to make those positive purchases and, and wanting to make it easy on, on the day-to-day -day life is, is I think the, not, I wouldn't say the responsibility of private businesses, but I think there's so much opportunity there and, and so much influence that they can have kind of overall. Tell me a little bit more about the traction that Future receives with its partners, with its, with its customers, and with your exposure, you know, in, 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 the, in, in the market. Yeah. I, I, uh, to be frank, I've, I've really been, been humbled over the last, <laughs> gosh, it's, it's only been, it's been less than a year yeah, wow. since, we, since, since, we, since we launched. And so we've, yeah, uh, built, I think, an incredible uh, member base. We now have members across each state in, in, in the U.S. We've been able to inspire some wonderful future partners to, to join us. I talked about Just Salad, mm -hmm. you know, Rod Power Bikes, which is kind of leading the, the kind of e-bike uh, mm -hmm. revolution here in, in America is, is, is one of our partners mm -hmm. as well. And then we have interesting kind of circular fashion brands like uh, Four Days and, and yeah. Hylos and others who's, who've joined us. So I've been incredibly excited, I think, by the, the uptake 
overall, we are thrilled that, yeah, just, just this month we appeared in Real Simple and, and won their Smart Money Award. And for us, it's, it's really just the beginning of, of building a movement that is focusing on choices that are, you know, smart for your bottom line as a, as, as a family and as a household and, and really smarter for the, for the planet and, and future generations to come. I love that. I love that. You know, one thing that, that came to mind as, you know, you're, you know, we're talking about private businesses, we're talking about, you know, from the individual level, you know, recently there was the Inflation Reduction Act that, that got passed, which is creating more incentive to purchase, you know, climate friendly and sustainable options for cars, for, for solar equipment. How has legislation like that, like, what, what do you think about legislation like that? Is, is it something that's going to add on to the benefit of, you know, climate change and, you know, companies like Future? Or do you, or is, or is it something else? Or is it something that, that's going to impede or stop progress? No, I, I think it's, it, it will have a huge impact. Mm -hmm. uh, I think just, yeah, take a, a kind of small example. I think for, 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 for my household, I was fortunate to kind of, transition to electric electric driving yeah i was fortunate to to add a, a solar roof on on onto our house yeah. and actually kind of save money on my on my monthly utility bills which has been which has been great mm. and part of what i think we, we want to see with future is to just make these choices so much more accessible to yeah. families uh, across the whole country right often you know driving a tesla is is, is kind of still seen as you know it's a luxury uh, car, it's sure. It's, it's uh, the price point is, is is pretty high, and so part of what the the new bill does is as one element is it actually gives you ultimately up to four thousand dollars of a, a tax credit if you uh, buy a secondhand electric vehicle where prices I think are coming down significantly. And mm -hmm. so everything that we do, whether it's in legislation or we do that on the corporate side, that just makes it easier for people to choose. Mm -hmm low carbon products and services. I think that's the direction we, we have to go in. And I think the Inflation Reduction Act is, is a, a big milestone in, in furthering that goal. Yeah, no, the, the, I, I love the idea of inf incentivizing the secondhand market as well, because, you know, it, it's kind of, I don't want to say a trickle down effect, but, you know, amongst those who can't purchase the first, you know, version of a product, they do have an opportunity to come at, you know, later versions. And those versions are still, you know, useful. They still work as they, they function when they were new and you know, it kind of influences a lot of the general public to make those carbon-friendly decisions. What company do you think is leading the way in making better carbon-friendly decisions? You mentioned Tesla being, you know, a company that has created kind of a standard for electric vehicles and, and people kind of think, I think it's almost synonymous with electric driving at this point, but what other companies, if, if not Tesla, do you think is leading the way in making carbon-friendly decisions? Yeah, so I, I think fortunately, I think there's a there's a whole 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 bunch of yeah. companies that that make it easy to live climate smart. Like for example, everything I wear is is secondhand. Like the shirt was made from recycled plastic bottles, right? The, yeah, the, yeah. The, the pens I wear are kind of secondhand. I got them cheaper. Great quality is no difference from, from mm -hmm. buying them new. Yeah, and you know the the couch uh, I'm sitting on is 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 kind of from a secondhand furniture yeah. marketplace. So it's 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 really the the kind of breadth of options where if you really want to make decisions that have a a lower carbon footprint, you have a lot of opportunities yeah. to to do that. I think one one company that we work closely with now is 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 Back Market, for example, mm -hmm. right? Like we've kind of grown accustomed that every yeah, every time there's a a new phone release, right? We have to kind of get get the new device, and I think what what they are 
offering is is a really neat way with full warranty to give you to give you renewed pre-loved devices. Yeah. That feel just like the the new thing, but you know, the price tag feels very different, right? It's, it's yeah. significantly cheaper and the carbon emissions and the e-waste that that creates is, is significantly mm -hmm. lower. So I think across marketplaces, fashion companies, you know, car manufacturers, whether it's Tesla or Ford with the, yeah. uh, the uh, F-150 Lightning yeah. or, or Volkswagen that's bringing out the kind of iconic Volkswagen bus kind of yeah. as the ID bus. There's a lot of just fun, exciting, novel innovation happening yeah. in, in that space. Cutting all the way, you know, across to, to food and, you know, folks serving low carbon salads or making alternative, you know, steak and burgers yeah. and, and things like this really, yeah, really palatable and, and widely acceptable. Yeah. What, one thing that I'm always curious about is with all this, you know, movement going towards purchasing things secondhand or used or, or refurbished, for instance, and, and reusing them and giving them a second life. I love the, the, the term you use, pre-loved technology for the pre-loved phones. What, do you, what is the impact that has on companies creating new products? Is it going to lessen the amount of supply that they come out with? Is it going to create a new strategy? Like, I'm always curious on what that impact has on, on corporations because their incentive is to, you know, attract new customers, have re customers who are repurchasing products and, and are returning. But what's the impact to them? that you've seen or that you predict? Yeah, so I, I, I see a, a kind of longer term shift where we just live in a much more circular economy. Mm -hmm. And in, in some areas, right, it's already commonplace, right? Mm -hmm. You're not rebuilding a house every time right, right, uh, yeah. you're moving, right? You are most likely when you start out your life, like my first five cars were mm -hmm. used cars. Yeah. <laughs> and I think part of what we're doing is we're just you know, extending this to, to phones, to couches, to, mm. to, to the things we, we, we wear. And I think it's just, it, it just makes sense economically. And I think supply chains are, are, are going to adapt uh, over time. I think yeah. it's, it's inefficient, I think for society and it's inefficient for, for companies to have such a, a high amount of, a high amount of waste that, mm -hmm. that we're creating and carbon emissions alongside. And so I think supply chains are, are going to adapt. One of the things that I found kind of incredible as we're moving into our kind of new uh, office as we're, mm -hmm. as we're growing the company is that, yeah, we bought everything secondhand. And not only did we get great prices and great quality, but the stuff's also arriving in a couple of days, right? Because, because it's already here, right? You don't have to kind of chip it in from from overseas and, you know, you're facing kind of supply chain issues and, and long lead times. And right. so there's a lot of kind of drivers that I think make these choices just, you know, better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I definitely had that when, when I was moving apartments, I'd move from the East coast back to the West coast where I'm from and almost everything we purchased to furnish our apartment was secondhand. And we went to a lot of, you know, secondhand stores and, and marketplaces to, to purchase from private sellers and it is so doable it, it's so accessible it's easy to you know pick up certain things in locations and it you know personally it made me feel good that i wasn't adding any more waste to to the world i mean it, it's something that's already there it just needs a bit a little bit of tlc a little clean a little elbow grease and then it's completely usable so yeah i love i love that you know you were able to furnish your new new office with secondhand furniture and equipment i think you know Companies who are doing that actively 
are are more thoughtful in their approach. And and I think, you know, long term will have more success because they kind of incorporate all different types of factors in, into business as, as they move forward. I don't I don't know if I don't know if you, you have that same same conclusion, but that's something that I've seen. Yeah, I, um, I, I think um, I think effect. Yeah, I think just I mean, just over the last year, I think the 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 impact of, of climate change is just felt more and more strongly yeah. uh, across the world. Right? I think I think, you know, every summer we have a heightened number of of kind of extreme weather events. We yeah. you know, obviously are facing uh, drought and wildf- uh, wildfires and extreme flooding uh, on, on the on the West Coast, extreme flooding uh, yeah. events kind of on, on the East Coast and across the country. We've seen major heat waves in, mm-hmm. in Europe and, and, and now in China. And so I think the impacts of climate change are only going to rise in, 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 in public perceptions. And I think companies that are doing the right thing and that are more thoughtful about the cost of carbon emissions, I think will, will, ultimately, will ultimately do better. I think what future is, is really focused on is that, you know, just like you've been talking about with, with, with your, your move, right? right? There's a lot of stuff that we could do that is not hard. Yeah. Often climate change is presented in kind of very stark terms, right? You shall not do, yeah, you shall not drive or fly or ever eat. Very strange. And, and yeah. I think we're missing, yeah, and we're missing all the kind of no-brainer choices where like, mm-hmm. okay, I get great stuff, I pay less, I feel good about it. Mm-hmm. And it has like 90% lower uh, carbon emissions. And so I'm, I'm saving kind of tons yeah. and tons of carbon that's no longer going in the atmosphere. And that, that's what we're focused on. And we're focused on this by giving people, you know, real cash back for, for those purchases and, and, and real rewards. Because I think that kind of action should be, should be rewarded. We're not focused on kind of planting trees or helping you offset your fo- uh, footprint. We're actually helping you reduce your footprint by things that are also great for your wallet. I love that. I love that. What are some of the biggest risks that Future faces today? Look, I, I mean, we're, we're, we're still a, a teeny tiny startup yeah. and, and I think as we're, as we're now in a, in a rapid growth stage, there are a lot of decisions that we face, that we face every day. Sometimes we make the right ones and I'm sure sometimes we, we make the, we, we make the wrong ones and you want to make sure that, you know, you err on the side of, <laughs> of making the right decisions more often than, than, than not. And so I, I think this is, is always a, a high risk says, mm-hmm. but I have to be honest, I think in terms of the reception that we've seen to date from, from our members, which, you know, is really what, what matters most has been, yeah, it's, it's, it's really humbling and, and, mm-hmm. and really, really exciting. I think we're, I think we're onto something. I think, yeah, families across the country want to be empowered to do the right thing and, and yeah. be rewarded and, and kind of join this movement that, yeah, takes better care of both our financial health, but also the, the health for our planet. Yeah, I, I love the reward-based incentives that companies are offering because it does influence a consumer that is, you know, it, it's like, it, it, I feel like the old model was create a product that somebody just like can't get off of. And now it's creating a product that continues to reward and incentivize people positively so that they're influenced more and incentivized more to return to that product. Different kind of dynamic, but I think, you know, positive rewards, you know, being in psychology have always led to further success, further, adapt, further adaptation, and overall just better results. What, what's the long-term vision for future? So I think future's building, future's building a movement that I think in the, in the long term is, is looking to, to kind of 
touch uh, people's livelihoods, whether this is, is in America or, or across uh, Europe or, or other parts of, of the world. And we want to be synonymous with making climate smart choices and doing that in a way that's kind of exciting and novel yeah. and, and, and rewarding. So what you'll see from us over the next, over the next few months and, and beyond is I think more and more features that mm -hmm. inspire you to choose low carbon products and, and, and services. We're adding more brands onto the platform, which I'm really excited about yeah. to just really deliver more savings to, to, to you as, as, as one of our, of, of, as, as one of our members. And, and so I think that's, that's where we're going. I think over time we recognize that to inspire families to, to, to make a shift towards, you know, secondhand purchases or the, the circular economy, we really have to be able to deliver outsized rewards, right? Yeah. Like we want our members to, to think, well, why didn't I do this sooner? Sure. Like when, <laughs> when my family shifted to buy all of our clothes, you know, I have a bunch of kids. And so all of our clothes secondhand, you know, my wife and I were saying, well, you know, this, we should have done this years ago. Yeah. Because it, it just makes, it, it just makes perfect sense. And so that kind of moment, I'd, I'd love to, to inspire more and more families to, to, to share that across the country and beyond. I love that. I love that. Bonus question. What books or people influence you the most? Gosh, it's, it's a, so I've, I've been a, an avid reader growing up. And so it's mm. been, it's been, to live. it's been a whole bunch. Of, <laughs> I, I think uh, more recently I've, I've kind of reread Nutch and the, mm. and the tipping point mm. um, to really kind of think through, you know, how do, how do movements mm -hmm. happen? Like, you know, what, what does it take for, for yeah. something to really shift, not at the margin, mm -hmm. but, but shift really, really on a, on a major level. Yeah. Cause I think for future to be successful, we are looking to, yeah, have millions and millions of households join our, our movement. Mm -hmm. And that really requires a, a, a tipping point. It, it requires kind of a, a mm -hmm. spark that just excites a lot of folks to, yeah. to kind of jump on and, and think differently about their consumption and, and the rewards that they can get as a result. I love that, man. Well, I'm so excited about how your company is influencing just the, the positive day-to-day -day decisions that we can make as consumers to, you know, make carbon-friendly and eco-friendly decisions and purchases and enabling more than restricting the, the user base. So thank you so much for being on the show. Where can we find you? Where can we support future? Final plug, you know, it's, tell us all your channels where, where we can support the movement. <laughs> well, first, you know, just join us at, at, at future.green. Uh, and then, you know, find us on, on LinkedIn, Twitter and, and, and Facebook. Awesome. Well, John Lee, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm really excited to, to see where the company progresses, not only in the next few months, but for the next year and beyond. Thank you again for joining Behind Company Lens. Julian, thank you so much for having me on the show. I really appreciated it. Yeah. Till next time.